Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. Righto, Louis. What is uh, fresh and what is making waves this morning? Uh, well, the New Zealand cricket summer schedule announcement is probably the freshest and most wave-makey of all the stories. I mean, it's just fantastic. I'm just letting it wash over me uh, if we're talking about waves. And the fact that we're going to have Australia here for a test match at Hagley Oval, it throws me back to, was it 2015? Brendan McCullum's farewell series, and he, he absolutely went ballistic off the bowling of those guys. I think we ended up losing that test. I feel like it was a young Josh Hazelwood that, that tore through us, but um, that would be the last time, and, and that was amazing then, so I'm very excited about that. Mate, to be honest, um, elsewhere though, I guess with the Open coming up, well, the past winner had to hand back the Claret Jug, and Cam Smith said he was holding back tears as he handed the Claret Jug back to the RNA on Monday, and he, he talks about it because it really was a, a seminal moment in his life. Last year, they won the players. Well, they started off in Hawaii, Cam Smith and Sam Pinfold, and they won in Hawaii. They won the players. I think they picked up one other event in the middle there, and then they went on to win the Open, and of course, the Open opened that gateway to that a uh, very, very big check that came from Liv and uh, more time down in Australia, getting that Liv Adelaide event back at, at home, um, creating a scholarship. So he talks about it being one of the very special moments and uh, he said once you've got something as great as that, you don't want to let go of it. So I guess it's now on Cam Smith to go out there and try and transfer this form from the last Liv event and defend his jug, Smithy. It is indeed, actually, and uh, I'm not backing against him. Uh, in fact, I'd have put him in my mix for a very top finish, Cam Smith. He's just playing so well. Uh, you know, he hasn't been awful in the other ones either, but he's just playing so damn well at the moment. And when you know you can win on a course of this nature because you've done it before, uh, I, I think it's a great asset. So Cam Smith definitely in my grouping. Yeah, he, he really has been consistent in the majors so far, and I guess that's the only time you've been able to line him up against the PGA Tour players. So then the fact that he won on the live and uh, fended off a Patrick Reed and a, a barnstorming Dustin Johnson, the form around him is okay enough, and he, he really does... Look, I think he's the best putter in the world at the moment, and these links, uh, troubling links, big, sparse greens really do suit him with all the undulations there. So that's pretty exciting. We'll talk to Sam Pinfold, coincidentally, tomorrow on the show. So that'll be bloody good. Uh, he's obviously got the bag, and that, you know, talk about a seminal moment for Cam, or of course for Sam Pinfold, his caddy, his Kiwi caddy as well. So he's on the show tomorrow. That'll be good. Uh, we've been following the IndyCar series closely this season because we've got a bunch of Kiwis doing very well. Scott Dixon still in second after the latest event in Toronto. Uh, he finished fourth. It was Christian Lundgaard who beat Alex Pillow. So somebody beat Alex Pillow, but it wasn't a Kiwi. Uh, Colton Herter in between Scott Dixon and Pillow in third. And then it was Scott McLaughlin and Marcus Armstrong who managed to go six and seven. Scott managed to lead some laps as well, 28 in particular. Um, but, yeah, just finished sixth there. So Scott McLaughlin maybe hasn't quite capitalised on that really good year he had last year. Uh, he's been consistently there about leading laps, but just yet to get that race win. Whereas Marcus Armstrong, Smithy, we spoke to him only a, a couple of weeks ago, and he was really just trying to consolidate and enjoy his season, and he, he found that thought that IndyCar was going to be his long-term home. Well, another seventh on a very competitive grid, that's pretty good news for him. Yeah, that's absolutely brilliant news. Uh, yeah, he's looking to get a, a gig for next year and uh, ongoing years. It's a very, very expensive, expensive thing to stay in. So anything uh, when you're remotely close to a, a top five finish or a podium finish is a great asset to you. 
Uh, I don't have any problem with Scott McLaughlin. When I was watching the race, uh, he looked in complete uh, control. I, I don't think he was panicking at any point. Uh, then it became a strategic thing, particularly for Scott Dixon. And I noticed in the commentary, they said that uh, Scott Dixon had made an error in calculation. Well, he might not have, uh, but certainly his crew will have in terms of uh, fuel capacity. Um, uh, and uh, they got it wrong. And uh, for that reason, he lost a lot of placings. But then he came up towards the end. I mean, with two laps to go, he was ninth. Uh, and then he finishes fourth. So you can just see where the fuel side of thing came with people pitting, etc., trying to hang in there till the end. Um, but they say he, his, uh, his, his strategy was slightly off there. Otherwise, I think he could well have got that, um, that much-desired first place finishing ahead of Palau. But um, because of that, of course, uh, the other thing, Louis, has just fallen a wee bit further behind in terms of uh, where he is <coughs> on the points table. A little bit harder to run down Palau now. Yes, that's right, he is. He's just slipping a little bit. I mean, Palau's going to be very hard to stop this year, but Scott Dixon will be scrapping as hard as he can. Uh, last one, Smithy, just to reiterate, remember early in the show we said only just one change for Baz's 11. Don't know what they're doing with the Engli- uh, the Australian 11. Can they find a place for both Mitch Marsh and Cam Green, TBC? Uh, but Jimmy Anderson comes back in for Ollie Robinson, the one change, Moen Alley to bat three. Well, the last Australian opener, if they can't find a place for Warner, the last Australian terrific opener I can remember having his career uh, finished mid-ashes in England was Michael Slater. Uh, so there you go. Um, yeah, 11.31 here on SENZ. Uh, 0800 150 is our phone number. As you know, it's time to stump Smithy. Uh, Louis will have the questions. Brian will take the calls. Uh, and uh, we'll be up against it this morning and playing for some Kane, Kane's Dare Velvet capsules. Honestly, you can hear in my voice, uh, I could do for some, so I better try and start winning a little bit harder. Uh, we gave them away yesterday, um, but they're such a great product at this time of the year. So light up the lines, and uh, we'll play very shortly. But in the meantime, here is uh, Karnam with the 11.30 update.